Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker and that's the name of my podcast. So thanks for being here with me today as we really, really close in on the 1st of September. We're we're getting closer and closer to Labor Day, which I think is the 7th, something like that this year. I'm not looking at a calendar. Several things to talk about today, including food and clothing and trends and zodiac signs. So let's get to it. Stay with me here. If it's your first time, welcome. If you're returning, thanks for coming back. I appreciate it. This weekend, I this past weekend, I went through a ton of memory boxes purging, tearing up photos, throwing photos away, just getting rid of things inside memory boxes that were no longer relevant in my life. Just they, it was time. It was way time. Still have too many memory boxes, but it was time. And but cool thing happened. I ran across a, a whole bunch of watches. I donated most of them to a charity. Um, one I kept because it's really fun. Barbie's back in a big way. They're making a Barbie movie. I have a ton of Barbies still. I go back a long, 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 long way with Barbie. The Barbies I have now are in boxes. They're really collectors. Uh, and Barbie sort of went mm, down on that favorite that favorite toy uh, list. When Bratz came out, that was kind of the beginning of people turning away from Barbie's bit. But Barbie's back. So when I found this watch, Barbie watch, within all of the other watches... I said, mm, time to wear it again. It has pink band, it has Barbie on the on the face of the watch. It's it's really, really cute. So I'm going to wear it again. It just reminds me of back when I was a kid and I had a Cinderella watch. It had Cinderella on the on the face and the band was blue and it came packaged. It came in a you know, glass slipper. It wasn't glass because I was a little girl. It came in a, a plastic slipper that was clear, but it's so cool. I love my Cinderella watch. So now I'm back to wearing my Barbie watch, I think. I don't know. Um, all right, speaking of fashion and things trending up and down and all across, everything old is new again and everything trends away. And my philosophy, wear, do what you want. Everything else be damned, and I mean that. One thing that's coming back in a big way, stir up pants. If you're too young, you're of an age, you don't know what they are. They're horrible. They're pants that have stirrup. They have fabric sewn into the hem, forming a stirrup that you put your foot in, and then you pull your pants up or stretchy. They're very uncomfortable in every single way, but they're back. And you know what? They can keep them this time. I did wear them last time because you do go through periods of um, going to wear it. And then one day you realize I really hated those. And I did. So that's out. Another thing that's been, you know, on the cusp for years now, uh, girls and women and so forth wearing short skirts uh, and those little uh, half boots. Um, I think it looks way too hillbilly for me. No judgment if you wear it. Just you know, but you, I I think it um, it is uh, a trend that is not. Uh, I think w- it's one of those things when you look back on it in time, in many many years, it, it'll be not classic, <laughs> not exactly classic. But again, wear it, enjoy it. Um, but I'm just saying. 
unless you're really tall and, and uh, well, even then I was going to say you can't really pull it off, but uh, very few can pull that off. That half boot comes at a very unattractive part of your leg. It's like middies that come midway on your calf. Very few women can pull that off successfully, but who cares? Wear it anyway. Wear what you want. That's what I do. But the cowboy look in general is is back. I mean, it's in. It's really in for fall. And that is cowboy everything. Prairie skirts, flounces, flowers, prairie, the prairie, the cowboy look, the cowboy shirts, the cowboy, you know, keep it away from me, but wear it and enjoy it if that is your thing. I will stick with what I like and you do the same and we'll all be happy not judging each other and what we wear. But that is that is trending in fashion this fall heavily. And I want to talk Disney. Um, we've been to Disney many times for many reasons. Disneyland, Disney World, all the Disney parks here. Um, there was a time when because of our our work in media, we had access to Disney uh, in a big way. And you go so much and then you decide, uh, but I will say this, when you have a pet, and we did, they take great care of your pets when you go to the Disney parks. They really have a great facility for taking care of your pet and do it beautifully. So when we took our dog many times, uh, our Cavalier, it was we trusted that everything would be fine. We could have a good time and, and she would be well taken care of. So there's that. But why I bring up Disney is because I just recently found out there's, there are private clubs within Disney. There are tunnels under Disneyland. I mean, all the Disney parks, because Walt Disney did not want people seeing the characters out of place. In other words, if you worked in one section of the park, he didn't want you to have to walk through another section, which would be you would be out of place to get to where you needed to go in between what you were doing. So he had tunnels built under uh, the parks. So the employees move freely underneath the, the actual park. So you don't see Mickey or Minnie running around without their heads because these costumes are hot and these people have to take that stuff off as soon as they can. So all these tunnels are underneath, but these, these uh, clubs are in pretty much all the parks since 1967. Disneyland, when the first 33 club was opened privately at that time, it was the only a place in Disneyland you could buy alcohol at that in 1967, but it was also very private and tucked away. Uh, you know how Disney, all the parks, they have these fake storefronts in any given part, but then some of them are actual shops and you can go in, but many are false fronts looking like shops that are just, you know, closed. If you see the number 33, and it's a very ornate kind of 33, that is the opening to private clubs or private dining. And in the beginning, it, it truly was really restricted. It is now located, it has been moved from where it was originally, the first one, and it's now above Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, the one at Disneyland. Uh, but they have others within the parks all over at all the parks around the world. They have these private clubs, just like Walt Disney's private apartment. There's also a private apartment in Cinderella's Palace. 
Uh, these are very, very exclusive, very, very private, and most people like me will never see any of that. The thing that's interesting, though, about the number 33, there's a lot of discussion about what is the meaning of 33? It has to have some kind of meaning. So there are different theories on what it means. Some think it means the 33rd degree of the Freemason. Uh, there is no proof that Walt Disney was a, a Mason. He was in Demolay, which is the arm of the Masons for youth, for young men. Um, so some say that it's tied to Masonry, Freemasonry, and that's the 33rd degree in Freemasonry. Uh, others, Walt Disney himself said it had to do with a place in New Orleans, an address in New Orleans, 33 was simply that. Uh, there, so there's all sorts of speculation about what it means. Some people think, uh, none of this I don't think has <laughs> any kind of real credibility without Walt Disney being able to verify it, but that 33 people kind of invested in the institution of Disneyland in the beginning. There were 33 of them. They made this club, 33 for these 33 to come in and party and whatever and so it was named 33 so if you are in any of the parks and you see 33 know that you're not going to get in neither am i the thing about disney the the people that work there uh when we worked had our connection to disney through our media jobs we actually got name badges that we had nothing to do with actually being in the park but you know, like a cast member, which was kind of cool. But you cannot ever say you don't know if you work in their parks. If someone asks you, the most commonly asked question is, where's the restroom? But you can never say, I don't know, that it's not permitted. You say, if you don't know something, you say, let me find that out for you. And then you go and you find out if you can, the, the best answer you can for the person in the park. You also cannot park point with one finger with your index finger if someone asks which direction is haunted mansion you can't take your index finger clasp your other fingers with your thumb and point you extend your arm all the way out and your hand fully open and point with your entire hand like you're going to shake a hand not pointed down straight out straight out that is how that is the disney point so, and you, that's the only way you better point or else you may not be a cast member any longer. Um, there's a new hack that we're going to try. There are all kinds of hacks that don't work. One, household hacks is what I'm talking about. One that does not work for me, uh, using ketchup to clean silver. Everyone says it works really, really well. Well, guess what? It doesn't, it doesn't for me. <laughs> um, but we're going to try uh, where you use uh, jet dry, you know, the final rinse that you use in your dishwasher. Dishwashing liquid, alcohol, and hydrogen peroxide, and you put in a spray bottle, and it's supposed to do this fantastic job of cleaning uh your doors on your shower like where you get shampoo and soap and it can be really hard to get off um, so we're going to try and see if that hack <laughs> will work for us um, 
there is a tropical wave as we move into September. As I've mentioned before on the podcast, September is usually our active month for hurricanes. So there is a tropical wave the Hurricane Center is keeping an eye on. It is located near Guadalupe. Guadalupe is a small island we have been to in the Caribbean. And they're keeping an eye on this tidal wave. It's not tidal wave, it's a tropical wave uh, to see what will become of it. They don't think anything, but if so, it could be on a path to Florida. So we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen in September. I hope nothing. I hope it remains really quiet. So anyway, um, thanks for being here with me today as we talk about all things Disney and clothes and food. And uh, I did want to tell you, though, before I before I leave you, uh, a couple of things about food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's touch on this. I've been reading a lot about zodiac signs and who you're compatible with and who you're definitely not compatible with in the world of zodiac. I take all of that with a huge grain of salt. I had a friend who believed in all of that with all her heart and soul. Tarot, reading tea leaves in a cup, you name it, and to the point where I would just I would just zone out. I would just numb out when she would be talking about it. I was totally disengaged from it. For me, I'll read it, and if I like it, it's like, well, maybe that's true. You know, I am on the cusp of Virgo and Libra, right on it. So I'm I'm conflicted as <laughs> a zodiac sign. Gary's Taurus, a solid Taurus, and according to everything I read, we're compatible. We're totally compatible. I'm so relieved to hear that. Um, they kind of nailed Gary's pretty much. <laughs> you know, again, it's if I went through and read Scorpio or Pisces or any of these others, I could go, yeah, yeah, I, I'm that. I'm exactly like that. But in addition to being compatible or not, there is also much to do about food compatibility with your zodiac sign. Uh-huh. That's the latest thing. Eating according to your zodiac sign. Whatever. Let me just tell you, this weekend we had a fabulous surprise in the form of tomatoes, fried green ones. My sister could make them. The only person I have ever known that could really make them right. And I haven't had them since I lost my sister. I have had them, but I haven't had them done right. Um, It's hard to get them in South Florida. They will have them occasionally at restaurants, usually in the form of bar bites with cocktails. And while they are passable, they cannot touch the real deal if people really know how to make it. Well, someone that I now know does know how to make the real deal, and we were gifted some fried green tomatoes garnished with uh, lemon and a little container of guacamole, and they were perfection. And I rationed them out so that I could have them for two different meals, and they were absolutely delicious. On the same day this weekend, we also were gifted with the most divine cherry cobbler that I've ever tasted. It was really, really good because the cherries were not too tart. If if they're too tart, it's just, it locks your jaws and you can't eat it. Or if the crust is too tough. But Gary topped him his with also gifted to us gelato and he just raved about it. I enjoyed the cobbler without and it was scrumptious. That's all there is to it. it scrumptious. So food and clothes and Disney and Freemasons. We're all, all over the map today. So thanks for being here. I appreciate you for staying with me. Please 
look up Gary, G-E-R-R-Y. Yes, it is spelled that way, but pronounced Gary on All Things Cruise, where he writes travel. You might want to see what he has to say about things we've done. And our website, northpalmbeachlife.com, is where these podcasts always rest, as well as a lot of stuff that Gary puts out there, a lot of pictures. You don't even have to work too hard because he puts it in photos a lot, northpalmbeachlife.com. Our YouTube channel by the same name, and ggina561 has a YouTube channel as well. These podcasts also rest on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many, many, many other platforms. Don't forget my books on Amazon. Go buy them. Read them. They're just fun. They're nothing heavy. Just fun. So, thanks again for being with me at ggina561. I'm Pam Barker. This is my podcast. Thanks for staying with me.